Hello and welcome to this message that was shared by Pastor Lethur Padoy on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen and may this encourage you in this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they too can be encouraged. Thank you and God bless you. The message of the Lord today is entitled, Being Salt and Light in a Decaying and Dark World. Being Salt and Light in a Decaying and Dark World. And this is a message I believe that God wants to speak to you and to me. Kasi po, we live in a world na ibang-iba na ng kinalakhan natin. We live in a world na kaibang-kaiba na ang mga reaction ng values ng tao. Ngayon, minsan di mo na alam sinong pwede mong pagkatiwalaan. Minsan yung bilib na bilib ka sa kanya, lulukohin ka rin pala. At, you know, and there's so many negative things that can happen when people have lost their moral and spiritual compass. Kung yung values natin ay medyo sira na or compromise na, yung ating mga decisions hindi na rin tama. And we live in a world that is more and more decaying and dark. So let's talk about that. The Lord Jesus in Matthew 5, 13 to 16 says these words, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And so those are words of the Lord Jesus for you and for me and for those watching on Facebook or uh, watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or podcast or any other form. Yan po ang message ni Lord sa atin. Tayo ang asin, preservatives, tayo ang liwanag o ilaw sa mundong ito. The problem of a decaying and dark world and unsalty and quote-unquote dark Christians. The problem of a decaying and dark world and unsalty and quote-unquote dark Christians. So it's obvious we're living in a time na ang prinsipyo ng tao ay minsan napakababa na. Minsan hindi ka magtataka ka bakit napakabaloktot na <laughs> natakbo ng isip niya. How can it be right when it's so obviously wrong? We see it around us. We experience it. It's tragic. It is heartbreaking. But you know, there is something more heartbreaking, more tragic than the sad reality of decaying and dark world. And that is that the decay and the darkness also exists among the people who call themselves Christians. Mga tao na sabi nila Christian sila, pero sa kanilang buhay, sila din ay corrupt, decaying, sila din ay dark, 
madilim, may mga mali, may mga baluktot. And this is really, really sad and we want to look at this. Now, um, there is a term that you may or may not have heard of. It's called the good Germans. The good Germans. And uh, that is a term that referred to the people in Germany, in Europe, who during the time of Adolf Hitler, the dictator, when Hitler was arresting and killing hundreds of thousands and ultimately millions of Jews, there were many Germans who were not bad people per se, who did not say anything or he did, who did not do anything. They were not criminals themselves. They were not, you know, um, committing all kinds of things that we and the public in general would say to be very evil. But they allowed the atrocities to happen. In fact, some of them were indirectly involved because they were part of the transport, driver or whatever in that whole process. And the good Germans is an idea of people who, yes, they are not compromising directly. They are not sinful directly, but they are afraid to speak up and to stand up and, and for what is right, fight if needed Say something if needed so that this world, as the Lord Jesus said, will be like heaven. Jesus said, Father in heaven, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Walang injustice dapat sa mundo, walang poverty dapat sa mundo, wala dapat mga violence na napakasama na nangyayari na walang sinasabi or walang you know, stand ang mga anak ni Lord. May you and I not be good Germans. Okay na sa atin na masave tayo, bahala na anong mangyari sa iba. Some of them are our friends. Some of them are our former classmates. We grew up with them. But it doesn't matter if they die. We do not want to get into trouble. So we keep our lips shut and we say nothing. There is a man whose coat may be familiar to you. The man is Edmund Burke, and these are, these are his words. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. I-apply natin muna, for example, kahit sa context lang ng kumpanya. Alright? If the company goes down, then it may be because of various reasons, but may it never be na ikaw alam na alam mo na na merong mga corruption dito, may mga employer officers na ninakawan nila ang kumpanya at wala ka man lang sinasabi. I worked in a company before where the, where the company issued a circular saying, if you're aware of corruption in the company, if you're aware of illegal things that would be detrimental to the welfare of the company, you're obligated to report it or you are considered to be part of the crime or the problem. And that is a biblical principle actually. Alam niyo po, kung wala akong nagsasalita na nangyayari na ito, hindi dapat, ginagawa ito, hindi dapat, mabubulok at mabubulok ang ating society. 
ang ating ating kumpanya babagsak at babagsak. Amen. I tell you, some of the greatest evils and the greatest wrongs were done in context when people said nothing. And what began was a small uh, act of evil or wrongdoing became bigger and bigger until it swallowed up so many lives. And you, you and I are called by God to not allow evil to triumph by saying nothing or doing nothing when we are aware of it. Alam ko, malaking requirement po yan or malaking bagay, pero yan ho ang kasama sa pagiging Kristiyano. Yan ang maging kasama sa pagiging anak ni Lord or people of God. We'll look at that a little bit more as we move along. Charles Finney, a great lawyer and eventually a preacher and revivalist, said this, If there is a decay of conscience, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the public press lacks moral discernment, the pulpit is responsible for it. The church, if the church is degenerate and worldly, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the world loses its interest in Christianity, the pulpit is responsible for it. If Satan rules in our halls of legislation, the pulpit is responsible for it. If our politics becomes so corrupt that the very foundations of our government are ready to fall away, the pulpit is responsible for it. I heard that about maybe three, four weeks ago, and it kind of shook me. And it bore witness to me na kung nabubulok ang ating mundo, kung ano-anong nangyayari na hindi dapat nangyayari, Tapos, wala tayong sinasabi. Tayo po ay responsable. And I realized when it says the pulpit, it talks about the preaching or the communication of the Word of God. Na dapat sinasabi yan. And it dawned on me, tama, the purpose of public proclamation of the Word of God and in other contexts like the life group is to communicate the Word and the will of God. Hindi lang pang-inspire at pang-encourage kundi maturuan ng mga tao ano ang kalooban ni Lord para ang buhay natin maiayon natin sa kalooban ni Lord. Hindi pang inspire, pang encourage lang kasi feeling down kami ngayon or whatever. Those things are good. But there is a call for something more substantive and something bigger than ourselves. Hindi para sa atin lang. Merong mas malaking mga considerasyon. And I realize that I have in some ways failed and in our own different context, in the life group, in the network gatherings and other gatherings of the church prayer meeting, we have failed in some ways. Masyado nating soften ng gospel. Masyado tayong takot magsalita about some things na dapat nagsasalita tayo. Let us look at a different scenario. Let's just say, ikaw yung sa kumpanya or sa, sa iyong business, pinag, pinag, pinapag-initan ka. Ginagawan ka ng reklamo, intriga, at kung ano-anong hindi totoo, malisyoso ng mga bagay. How many of you will say, how I wish some people will stand up for me? How I wish my boss my supervisor will stand up for me. 
how I wish my colleagues will say something. Hoy, huwag kayong magsalita ng ganyan. I can testify. Honest yan siya. Kung niya ginagawa, hindi totoo yan. How we wish. Di ba lahat tayo, we wish na merong dumipensa naman. Dahil hindi dapat paniwalaan ang mga ganong klaseng kasunungalingan dahil hindi sila totoo. Tama ba yon? Amen? We wish that for ourselves. Jesus said, do to others what you want them to do to you. Gusto mo yun ang gawin ng iba sa'yo? Gawin mo yun sa kanila. You want justice for yourself, righteousness, etc. Do it for others. Give them justice. Amen? So let's do what's right for the sake of the will of God. So it's time to be more straightforward. To be more truthful. To be more brave to stand up for the Lord. Panahon na po na tayo po ay tumayo din at magsalita. Hindi tayo oppositionist, hindi tayo negative, pero kung merong mali na dapat ay tayo ay mag-oppose, then maybe dapat magsalita tayo. Be a salty or preservative Christian by being solidly godly. Be a salty, preservative Christian by being solidly godly. Ito po ang kalooban ni Lord na tayo ay merong magandang epekto, preserving, flavoring effects of society, and it's because we are solidly godly. We are standing up for what is right. Now, background, in olden times, wala pong electricity, and so where there was no electricity, where there is no refrigerator or freezer, how do you preserve meat and other products para hindi mabulok? And ang sagot, salt, asin. Yun ang ginagamit nila. So when Jesus said, walang korente, refrigerator during his time, when Jesus said, you are the salt, meaning kayo yung preservative, flavoring then, but more on the preservative side. Kayo yung uh, magpo, magpo-protect sa society na hindi mabulok at hindi masira. You are the salt of the earth. Again, Matthew 5.13. So that is the will of God. Be a preserving influence where you live, work, do business, or study. Make sure you have enough spiritual substance and moral muscle so you can be a preserving influence in the world. Pero ito po ang kalooban ni Lord na tayo po ay nagiging asin. Yung mga nabubulok, hindi nabubulok kasi tayo ay nandun para maging influence na hindi tuloy-tuloy na masira na lang lahat at mabulok na lang lahat. Apply the salt of your godly words and works to arrest the decay where you live, work, or study. Apply the salt of your godly words and works to arrest the decay where you live, work, or study. Ito po ang kalooban ni Lord. Yun pong asin, pag nasa aparador lang siya, nasa kabinet, useless yun. Kailangan ilagay mo yun sa karne or anything na gusto mong ma-preserve. Dapat i-apply. Amen? So tayo po dapat i-apply. Which means that in any situation of unrighteousness and injustice and evil, tayo ay dapat magsalita o may gawin para ma-apply ang word ni Lord. Again, Matthew 5.13, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, 
How shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. So, ganito po ito. Gusto ho ni Lord na kung meron hong, let's say, sa ating community, sa ating barangay, alam natin may mga either drug addiction na nangyayari na activities o merong mga, let's say, uh, illegal activities na hindi, hindi talaga dapat magpatuloy, baka pwedeng sabihan naman natin yung mga barangay kapitan natin, yung mga puroklidan natin, para baka hindi lang nila alam, okay, or baka gusto lang action na, medyo takot lang sila, pero kung meron na mag-report, para na silang ma-motivate, kung baga, nagawan ng paraan. And so let's say something, let's apply by a words and works uh, the salt of Righteousness and justice para po yun pong sitwasyon ay hindi po patuloy na mag-decay. Kailangan po natin gawin ito. Amen? Let's be salt in our world. Amen. The Lord will judge the unsalty or useless Christians. The Lord will judge the unsalty or useless Christians. As I was looking at the passage, medyo, hindi naman ako na-shock, pero medyo nagulat ako ng konti sa lakas ng warning ni Lord, ng kanyang sinabi. No? Sabi niya doon sa Matthew 5.13, sabi doon sa second part, If it's no longer good for anything, kung wala ng salt, wala na siyang lakas, It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out, itatapon sa labas, and trampled under people's feet, apakapakan na lang ng mga tao. And I want you to catch this, okay? This is not about piling natin mas magaling tayo sa iba, holier than thou tayo. Hindi po yan ang sinasabi natin dito, sinasabi natin dito. The Lord, our God, wants a world of love and justice and truth and righteousness. Ganon sa pamilya, ganon sa community, ganon sa church, ganon sa kumpanya, ganon sa campus, ganon sa society. And tayo ang pinili ni Lord na maging instruments. Tayo yung mga asin para hindi imabulok ang ating society. And so the Lord says here, na kung wala na tayong effects, wala na tayong uh, lakas, wala, wala na kusog ang atong pagkaasin, useless na ta, and ang useless daw na asin, ginalabay sa gawas o ginatamak-tamakan na lang. And here you realize that God is displeased. I want you to let that settle in your mind or heart. Kasi seryoso po ito. What it means is, Seryoso si Lord na you and I really act on what He says. Because when we're useless to Him and useless to others, then amayari is we will be thrown out. Displeased po si Lord kung yung asin, yung buhay na meron sa atin, hindi natin ginagamit para sa iba. You see, your Christian life and the blessing of salvation It's not intended by God for your own consumption only. Hindi po yung binigay ni Lord sa yon para maging happy and blessed ka lang. 
Pahala na kayong iba dyan. Wala akong pakialam sa inyo. Hindi po ganon. The Lord wants you and me to become salt. And that means we speak and do according to His truth and righteousness. Yung kasabihan na no one lives for himself alone, totoo po yan. Yung luggage po ng being thrown out and being trampled underfoot is a very serious language and we don't have the time, but they, ref they refer to rejection by God as a judgment and they refer to serious discipline or punishment away from the presence of the Lord. You know, so let's just look at a few verses here. Matthew 25, 30. Jesus said in that parable, And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Ano nung ginawa sa servant nga way pulos? Gilabay sa gawas dito sa kangit-ngit where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Tremendous suffering. When do you weep and gnash your teeth? You grind your teeth like... Diba? Yang, konan ka ng dentista or konan ka ng doktor na walang anesthesia. Diba? Sobrang sakit sa'yo na talagang you grind your teeth and, and you shout and weep and wail. Yun po, that's, that's a language for suffering away from the presence of God in eternal judgment. Eternal judgment po yan. Luke 21, 24. Those that God judges will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Yung trampled underfoot na yan in Luke 21, 24 had a literal fulfillment when Titus, the Roman general who later became emperor of Rome, attacked its Jerusalem uh, the Judean area and specifically Jerusalem and killed, according to Josephus, the historian, over one million Jews. Now, even if that is exaggerated, let's just say just one million, not one, more than one million, that's a lot of people. Sobrang daming namatay. They were destroyed. Destroyed because as far as God is concerned, they did not bear the fruits of the people of God being godly and righteous. So, hindi po ito takutan. Hindi po ito parang manipulation. These are the words of Jesus. If the salt has lost its saltiness, it is not possible to restore the saltiness and it's thrown out and trampled underfoot. And so, may you and I think of this seriously. Na meron po itong implication. And may the Implication motivates in me to do something. Na hindi po tayo ay basta hindi ako damay dyan, wala na akong sasabihin. Some practical ways to preserve society through your godly and brave words and actions. Some practical ways to preserve society through your godly and brave words and actions. So, marami mong paraan na dapat tayo ay magsalita at maging influence for good. Okay? And imagine if everyone does that, napaka-ganda ng buhay. Langit ang meron sa lupa. What are some examples? A few of them. Number one, in the family context, 
Stand up for what is good and right and don't allow compromise. As much as possible, at least say something, do something. Alright? So, in a family, for example, of six children, anim na magkakapatid. Alright? If something is not right, okay, let's just say you're the younger brother or sister and you find out Nagda drugs si kuya or si ate. Let's just say that for the sake of example, okay? I tell you, it's because you know the reality, the Lord expects you, one, to pray about it, second, to say or do something about it. If you do not say or do something about it, after some time, na meron ka ng time, na hilulay, iplaster, or whatever, at tuloy-tuloy nang nasira ang buhay ni kuya at ni ate mo, pagbagsak niya, as far as God is concerned, guilty ka rin. Kasi meron kang pwedeng gawin at hindi ka nakialam in a proper and good way at nasira ang buhay, hindi ng isang istanghero, kundi ng pamilya mo. Ganun po yun. Now, we do not and we cannot force people to believe what we believe. But at least we need to say something or do something instead of act as if okay lang ito. Number two, work or business. Sa context ng work or business, do not practice dishonest or ungodly ways in your job or business dealings. So may, pag may nakita kang mga bagay na alam mo hindi, hindi tama, kahit ginagawa ng iba, huwag mong gawin. Alright? So let's just be practical. No? Let's just be practical. For example, if you're into sales or you're an officer of some kind, you probably have some kind of discretionary authority over certain funds or certain expenses. So representation and other things. Okay? Now kahit ginagawa ng iba na personal na kain, tinacharge sa company, personal na lakad, ang gasolina, nakacharge sa company, etc. Hindi natin dapat yung ginagawa. Okay? Okay, balik tali natin. Ikaw ang may-ari ng kumpanya. Okay? Therefore, yung gasolina, yung refund sa restaurant, ikaw ang magbabayad nun. Tanong, pahayag ka na personal na lakad at personal na kain ng empleyado mo, i-charge sa'yo, pahayag ka? Hindi! It's not right! May sweldo na siya, tama ng sweldo niya. Kung kailangan niya ng increase, kausapin niya ako, I may give it to him. Pero, hindi pwede gawin yung ganong mga bagay. Amen? So, tayo po, dapat hindi po tayo kasali dyan kahit ginagawa ng iba. Huwag natin gawin. Speak up on unrighteous issues or concerns. Alam niyo, this is what it means to become salt. Pag merong situation na you are called upon, to say something. You don't necessarily volunteer that to the boss, pero let's say, in-investigate nila. Yeah, nalaman na nila na masyado nang compared sa last quarter or last year, doble na ang representation. Sobrang laki na. Pareho naman halos karami ng empleyado. Bakit sobrang dami na? Etc. And then, pag nag-investigate at tinanong ka, I tell you, I tell you, alam ko personal ito, but we have to get this Pag tinanong ka ng direkta, okay, sinabi sa'yo, okay, Stephanie, Candy, may alam ka ba dito? Tell us. Pag sinabi ng may-ari o boss yun, I tell you, you're obligated. Because, child of God ka, hindi mo pwede sinabi, ay, ay kung magsalita sa'yo, bahala kayo. <laughs> hindi ko yan problema sa'yo. Hindi, problema mo yan. Kasi pag bumagsak ang kumpanya, mawawalan ka rin ng trabaho. 
Okay? Etc. Etc. Plus, the fact that yung mga tao na gumagawa niyan, they will continue to do that and somewhere along the way, lalaki at talakian, malulubog sila and mahuhuli sila basisira ang buhay nila. Hindi mo sila binigyan ng chance na magbago kasi hindi sila na-confront kasi pinayagan mo magpatuloy ang ginagawa nila. Amen? And so we need to say something, do something when we are called upon to do that. Amen? Number three, studies. Do not copy answers for quizzes or exams or do things that are not honest. Alright? Ito sa mga sudyante, no? Kahit sa online, pwede mong opya, di ba? <laughs> Kahit sa online. And, uh, you know, anything, projects, anything, pwede copy in, pwede mag-inis I tell you, you and I are called by God to be honest. Okay? Nag-aaral ka, of course, you need to do it the right way so you really learn. Amen? Pagdayain mo, hindi ka talaga matututo. Amen? Kaya, pag hindi ka natuto sa aktual, hindi mo rin kayang gawin ng tama. So, do not be dishonest. Do not copy. Do it the right way. Number four, civil society or government issues. Sa ating civil society or government. Practice right living and the right way of doing business. So ito, number one. Okay? Before you say something, make sure you do it. Na alam ko dito, medyo it becomes a bit personal because for some of us, medyo takot tayo magsalita kasi meron din tayong mga ginagawang hindi tama. Okay? Mahirap talaga magsabi na magbayad ka ng tax kung ikaw mas mali ka nagbabayad. Alright? And I want to say to you, I know it's an imperfect world. I know we have government people who are kininanakaw nila ang pera. Hirap na hirap tayong maghanap buhay. Pero the truth is, we are called upon and commanded by God to pay the taxes. Alright? So whatever it is, let's do what's right. Let's do what's right. Practice right. And then, you can regularly take a bold stand even on unpopular issues. So mga unpopular issues, pwede kang magsalita. Okay? Now, on the directly moral issues, dapat ho nagsasalita tayo. Okay? Dapat nagsasalita tayo. And I just want to say, okay, for example, dati na nagkaroon ng SOGI issue, now we don't focus on this, yung SOGI, na sexual orientation and gender identity and expression na issued on the SOGI bill, SOGI bill, uh, nag-speak up tayo. Sabi natin, we love everybody. We love the SOGI people. Okay? We disagree with what they're doing. But we say, if they want to do it, they can do it. But we do not want a law that favors them against us. Class legislation po yan by nature. Sila ay protektado tayo walang, we cannot say anything. If we say anything, then we can be sued or we can be punished and so on. Alright? Dapat nagsasalita po tayo on those directly moral issues. Okay? Divorce, etc. Those kinds of things. Now, sa mga ibang issues na hindi directly moral pero definitely meron siyang inter nag 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 inter overlap siya meron din tayong karapatan at meron tayong obligasyon na magsalita take a bold stand uh, in anything that you know you should say something on okay so ito po ang kailangan so even in our society today okay magsalita magsalita tayo wag tayong tahimik lang kung kailangan tayo mag-voice out mag-voice out tayo. Alright? So, hindi kailangang we get what necessarily we win, but at least we say it and then pinag-uusapan na ito in a 
proper civil way, pero dapat merong conversation na nangyayari. Okay? Para ang, ang ating society ay nagkakaroon ng uh, back and forth, back and forth, so that we come up with a good or even better way of life because we speak on issues that are um, very, very uh, applicable to us. Number five, the church. Let's be an example to the community of godly values and practices that God wants for His people and the world. So magsalita po tayo. Dapat ang simbahan din, we practice righteousness, we practice, you know, what is true, etc. We obey the laws, we practice whatever should be practiced, etc. Ginapat, ginagawa natin, nagkakomply tayo. And then, uh, we want to uh, uh, be an example for others. Amen. Alright. Shine your light in this dark world. Don't hide it. Shine your light in this dark world. Don't hide it. So ito naman, kanina, salt of the earth. Ngayon, light of the world. Dati yung mga kabulukan, yung decay corruption, ngayon yung kadiliman, darkness. Matthew 5, 14 and 15, Jesus said, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. So yung salt and light, the same general idea, different analogy. Dito naman tayo ay liwanag. Tayo ay mga light. Na kung wala yan, ay magstumble tayo dahil ay hindi natin makita ang tamang daan. Be an illuminating and lightening influence where you live, work, do business, or study. Make sure you have enough spiritual light inside you to shine on others. Don't hide your light. Instead, let it be in an elevated position so it can give light to as many places and as many people as possible. Tayo ho ay merong righteousness, life, hope na binigay ni Lord. And the Lord wants us to shine that light. Hindi natin i-allow na ang paligid natin ay madilim dahil wala tayong ginagawa or sinasabi. When we speak the right words, when we do the right things, parang ilaw na ating you know, pinapailaw para maging maliwanag ang madilim na lugar. At ang mga tao, they can find their way and their lives can be blessed, they can be protected, they can do their work dahil may ilaw. You know, in the physical uh, realm of life, kung like ngayon, kung i-off natin itong ilaw, siguro sa mas matatakot tayo, tapos di natin alam sana ano na yung mga gamit natin kung talagang madilim because light is so very important. Pag walang ilaw, we will stumble, we cannot do anything, we cannot accomplish anything, kailangan po ng ilaw, and so we need to shine our light. The Lord wants you to do works of light so you can glorify Him. The Lord wants you to do works of light so you can glorify Him. Ito po ang kalooban ni Lord. Ilaw tayo. Ang purpose ng ilaw, paging liwanag. Okay? Kailan, at in the same way, ang purpose ng pagkain, you know, magpakain para tao ay magkaroon ng nutrition at magkaroon ng lakas. Tayo ay ilaw, dapat maging liwanag. Matthew 5.16, the Lord Jesus said, In the same way, 
Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And so, gusto ho ni Lord na ishine natin ang ating light. Tito ay huwag nating itago. Di ba meron doon sinabi kanina sa verse 15 na hindi mo daw a city set on a hill sa taas para makita. Alright? Tapos sabi daw, kung meron daw light, hindi mo daw nilalagay sa ilalim ng kama o lamesa at tinatakpan. You put it on a lamsan, elevated area, para yung liwanag niya ay talagang kumalat at maraming tao ang mag-benefit. You know ang gusto ni Lord. And the truth is, so many people do not know right from wrong. They do not know hope from other, from the lack of hope. They do not know injustice from justice. Minsan, confused na ang maraming tao. Tayo na mga anak ni Lord ang merong light. Tayo ang nakakaalam, meron tayong knowledge. And so, by the grace of God, share po natin anong meron tayo. Let's share that with others. We preserve society from spiritual and moral darkness by living godly and just lives and by speaking on truth, justice, and righteousness. The shining of light on others or illuminating influence is up close, personal, and specific. Okay? It cannot be broad, generalized from a distance or impersonal. So, pareha rin yung ilaw. Alright? Ngayon, nakita niya ako ng maliwanag dahil nakatarget sa akin yung mga ilaw doon. Alright? Pag na, ngayon nakabideo tayo, mas maliwanag ako kumpara sa inyo dahil may ilaw nakatarget sa akin. Sa inyo, medyo broad, dispersed na ilaw sa akin, targeted na ilaw. Kung gusto nating maliwanag, dapat iharap natin yung ilaw sa mga tao or sa sitwasyon na nangangailangan ng ilaw. Amen? Magsalita po tayo sa ganong mga Bagay. So let's look at something very, very um, uh, personal. For example, in the context of family, okay? Kung heron hong mga uh, issues sa pamilya na alam natin, let's say someone we know, merong ganitong problem sa marriage, extramarital affair, and so on. Gayon alam mo yung situation, ikaw yung kakilala ng nagluloko, dapat magsalita ka sabihin mo, friend, alam natin kung ikaw sa yung gagawin yan, ayaw mo rin. Ha? Tama na. Hinto mo na yan, etc. Dapat magsalita. Amen? Whatever the issues are, kailangan magsalita. The shining of light on others is very, very important and it is the will of God na magsalita po tayo. And it happens in other contexts. Kailangan po yun. Even in our pandemic situation ngayon. No? And I know the government is doing its best to I know, lock down and keep people, keep people in their homes and so on. Uh, but some people say, maybe we can do that, but hindi masyadong mag-suffer ang economy. Maybe we can do that, pero hindi masyadong uh, ma-affected ang ibang mga aspects ng buhay, like ang simba, like ang pagtrabaho, o pagnegosyo, o pag-aaral. It's not wrong to say that. We are simply saying that there are also studies and models that show na pwede mo ring i-reopen kahit a little bit more pero hindi naman ganun ka massive ang 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 uh, destruction kasi pag masyado mo naman i-prolong ang lockdown ang mayayari is talagang marami ring mag-suffer at marami ring mamamatay kasi yung mga may maintenance na gamot yung kailangan magbayad ng ganito for dialysis yung mga may high blood may diabetes and so on hindi na nang nagpapagamot etc kasi wala namang pera etc so marami ring negative effects. 
So to say that, to say na pag-pray natin, pag-usapan natin, sige, let's intercede for this, is not wrong. It's being a light. It's being a, an influence for what is good. Amen? Some of us actually speak, for example, on, on the vaccine issue. And some people say, well, if people want vaccine and they think it helps them, they, then they should get it. That's not a problem. We live in a free world, okay? But some people say, well, but maybe those who don't want it should never be forced in any way. And maybe pwede pag-isipan na meron ding other ways to deal with the issue, which is treatment, not vaccine, but treatment, okay? And so, baka pwedeng i-push yun. Like sa Amerika, merong Redemsevere. Redemsevere has been approved by the USCDA for maybe two months already as a treatment for COVID. Baka pwedeng merong ganon, something of that sort. I know in principle, ginagawa yan sa Pilipinas. In principle, it's accepted. But it may not be, at the moment, being pursued seriously. So yung magsalita tayo na maybe we should consider other uh, treatment, other ways, hydroxychloroquine and zinc, which there are 57, 59 studies, scientific studies, that show that they are effective. There was a, a doctor and a scientist from Yale University who recently published a study. Merong nakikitang track record at effects na maganda. And sa atin lang, we just say that, okay? Hindi tayo mamimilit sa gobyerno, pero we want to speak up and bring it to the table para makasama yun sa usap-usapan at pag-pray at sana magkaroon ng mas magandang uh, effect. Amen? But the point is we're trying to become salt and light and we want to be a good influence for something bigger and better in terms of a future that is bright and free for the Filipino people. Amen? Alright, we're now down to the last section. Be ready to be persecuted for Christ on earth. Be ready to be persecuted for Christ on earth. Ito po ang effect ng kung ikaw ay isang asin or ilaw. Kasi merong iba, ayaw nilang ma-expose yung hindi tama, ayaw nilang makita o mapansin yung hindi maganda. So for example, in the company, we talked earlier about yung mga representation expenses. Sometimes, when you declare the proper representation expense, even if you don't say anything or do anything, just by living right, living honestly, galit na yung iba sa'yo. Kasi siyempre, halata naman. Ikaw ang number one sa production, pero ang yung representation mo, kalahati lang ng iba. Yung iba ang laki-laki ng kanilang representation, ang liit-liit ng say sila comparative to you. Halata na hindi sila honest or hindi sila productive or whatever. I, I don't know. But the point is, some people will hate us. Be ready to be persecuted. John 3, 19 and 20. This is the judgment. Light has come into the world. People love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light that his works should be exposed. So yun po yun. Pag tumayo tayo for what is right, which we want to do because that's the will of God, ready lang tayo na meron mga tao. Ayaw nila kasi nakikita yung kanilang mga ginagawa na hindi mabuti. 2 Timothy 3.12 Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So kung gusto mo ng godly life, sabi, papapersecute ka. Kasi hindi man lahat gusto ng tamang paraan. Hindi man gusto, honesty is the best policy. We want it done to others, then we should do it to others. 
Ayaw ng iba nun. So, ang mayayari, meron magiging kalaban or kakalaban. 1 Peter 4.12 onwards. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's suffering that you may also rejoice and be glad when His glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. So kung meron mo sabi, ikaw ah, nabibisto kami sa ginagawa namin, ay, huwag kang ganyan, napaka-self-righteous mo, whatever. No, we just take our stand and we accept the persecution. Amen. Lastly, and can we have the musicians now, be excited to be rewarded greatly by Christ in heaven. Be excited to be rewarded greatly by Christ in heaven. And so, when you stand up for God, when you do the will of God, exciting po yan. Because the Lord is happy with that. Remember when Jesus was on earth? He did not... Uh, he was not mo moving around trying to find fault in people. But when he needed to say something, he would say something. When he needed to do something to, uh, to bring the light, he would do that. And so Jesus is our model. And the Bible says that like him, we are to stand up for what is good, true, and right. And there are rewards when we do that. Matthew 5, 10 to 12. Blessed are you. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely. Hindi totoo on my account, on account of Jesus. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Romans 8.17, the last verse. And if children then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, Provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. So as children of God, like Jesus, we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. Jesus lived out His saltiness in His being light. May we be like Him. And the Bible says, Jesus promised it to us, when we are salt and light, we will have great reward in heaven. Amen? Kaya naamatay pulo sa ginoo. Kahit pa paano, meron naman tayong nagawang mabuti para sa iba. Natulungan na ayusin nila ang buhay nila, maging magandang mundo ang buhay, ang pamilya, ang gobyerno, etc. Then merong blessing may reward sa atin. Amen? May you and I live out our faith in the Lord. And when we do that, we will surely be blessed. And God, of course, will be glorified. Amen? Palapakan po natin si Lord. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Let's pray for a few minutes and then we will be dismissed. Close your eyes, raise your hands if that's possible as we just want to reach out to God in this few minutes before we are dismissed. Father in heaven, we thank you that you are with us. You are for us. And Lord, we thank you, God, that you want us to be salt and light. Lord, today we say, Pasailua, Miginoo, for failing to become salt and light. 
Forgive us, Lord God, for failing, Lord, to speak up when we need to. Forgive us, Lord, for failing to stand up when we should have done that. Pastor Lord, make you know that, Lord, we did not, Lord God, you know, stand up for evil, against evil. I mean, we did not stand up, Lord, against wrong. Forgive us, God. Help us, God, right now to do what's right. Come on, just tell the Lord, God, I want to be salt. I want to be light. Help me to do that, Lord. Beginning today, Lord, sa pamilya, sa trabaho, sa negosyo, Lord God, sa community, sa gobyerno, Lord, sa society, I will speak up sa church, I will live right, and I will stand up for what is true and just. So help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Nabagi kami gina. We want to do that. Thank you, God, that you are helping us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Today, if you're watching, and you're, or you're here physically and you've not yet given your life to the Lord you see the Lord loves you so much but He is a God of righteousness and justice and this message is delight for you ito ang liwanag para sa'yo the truth is you and I need God we are sinners when we repent of our sins however God forgives us and God makes us His children and so ngayon ang tawag ni Lord sa'yo ang tawag ni Lord sa ating lahat is to repent of our sins. Mag-sorry tayo kay Lord. Baguhin natin ating buhay. And when we do that, God will forgive our sins. God will make us His children. He will give us a brand new beginning. So right now, would you pray to the Lord? Just tell the Lord, Lord God, I need you. Lord, forgive me, God. Kailangan kita, Panginoon. Patawarin mo po ako. Right now, you know, you're standing here, you're watching on Facebook, on on YouTube. Today, the Lord is saying to you, surrender your life to Him. Give your life to the Lord. Give your life to God. Come on, just tell Him, Lord, I need you. Kailangan kita, Panginoon. Patawarin mo ako. Makasalanan ako. I need you, Lord. Would you please forgive me? Would you please forgive me, God? I trust you, Jesus. I surrender my life to you. Come and take over my life. Pumasok ka sa buhay ko. I-take over mo ang buhay ko. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Right now, pray that prayer. Give your life to the Lord, and He will forgive you, and He will give you a brand new life. Pray that to God. Lord, thank you that you are merciful. Save us, God, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everyone, raise your hands. I just want to release blessing of good health and finances and so on. Receive these things. Lord, I pray, bless your people financially, God. Lord, bless, oh God, their health, Lord. Release your bountiful presence. Release the joy of the Lord upon them. And Lord, give them the hope that is truly alive that will help them endure the trials. Bless them, God, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Everyone raise your hands for the final blessing as we are now about to be dismissed. Receive the final blessing of the Lord. And now the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly. The Lord bless you with His peace. In the name of Jesus we pray. And everyone would say, Amen. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen your heart in this trying time. And please keep posted because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so that you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you.